0: Hi there. You know, one of my favorite books in the Bible is the book of Ephesians. It is so rich and I wanted to get back to it. We, uh, not the last podcast, but the one before that, we were into the book of Ephesians and we discovered several little things and I wanted to finish that up. But last week I felt impressed and I pray if you didn't see it that you'll go, you, go listen to it uh, to encourage us as to the day that we live in. And um, so I encourage you to go listen to that. But just in the book of Ephesians, it, it's considered a, a mini Bible within the Bible. And um, it's all about the church. And, you know, God's coming back for a bride free of spot or wrinkle. <clears throat> this is something that uh, before we get back into the scripture, <coughs> excuse me, this is something from uh, Dr. Cindy Trim's writings in her book. And it's about the, the message about the church. Knowing the purpose of the church means clarifying our collective identity as well as establishing our individual identity. So, we, you know, we're an individual. I'm an individual cell. You're an individual cell. If you've received Christ into your life and He's your Savior, you've become a part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the highest office in the universe for all eternity. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't get much better than that. So, and you're invited in at any time that Jesus, let Jesus be the Lord of your life. And we become a member of the church of of Jesus Christ. And we become an individual member, like my body's made up of individual cells, but then several of the cells group together and they'll make an eye. You know, one cell wouldn't do much, but a hundred thousand cells, you can see something. And so, um, Uh, that's why it's important to be a part of a local church because you want to be a part of a corporate body. And a corporate body can accomplish more coming together than just a single cell. And so a single cell can have a great relationship with God, but a corporate body can move mountains. So we want to, uh, but she writes in, in her book about knowing the purpose of the church means clarifying our collective identity as well as establishing our individual identity. Then she points out the church is the official government for the kingdom of God. I think it's so interesting that the devil has done such a good job of deceiving Christians into thinking they shouldn't be involved in government. We we are the government. If things are going bad, it's because we're the government and we're not doing our jobs. And so I would say that, that uh, we need to up our game, let's put it like that. And I include myself in that. Uh, sometimes we don't realize we're not participating because we don't know. Uh, the lie that's been perpetrated in the church is that, that Christians were not to be involved in government, but that's not true. The government is on his shoulders, it says in Isaiah. And so he's our head. And we're his shoulders, and the government rests upon his shoulders. So Christ in us should be the official government for the kingdom of God. And if the governments in the earth are running rampant, it's because the kingdom is not ruling like it should. Psalm 103.19 says the kingdom will rule over all. And so it's also an educational institution that defines cultural trends. And I made a note, not follows them. We shouldn't be following the culture that, uh, that, that fallen the fallen nature of man is setting up. We should be establishing the cultures and, um, it's a, and, and educating people as to why we do this and why we do that and why we don't do this and why we don't do that. If you have understanding, you can be established in, in things. And so it's also a legislative body that implements kingdom policies. And uh, I think of kingdom policies would be like uh, bringing the tie to the storehouse. Uh, the, the policies of the kingdom are different. Uh, the Lord says, "I am your physician." And my word is medicine to your flesh." So there lies the health care system in the kingdom. Now, does He use doctors in the earth? Yes, he does. But you allow the Holy Spirit to guide you and counsel you on that, and you won't get into trouble with the doctors on the earth. And you, there's good ones and there's bad ones, just like in any uh, business, there's good and bad. But um, th- the different kingdom policies of, of uh, how to increase in finances. And yes, it's all right to increase in finances and be a Christian. The devil's done a number on us there that it's... it's. Uh, it's not, it's not um, that, that money will corrupt us, and it can, but it doesn't have to. And God's looking for a man to stand in the gap and build up a hedge. He's looking for someone who would say, because this is not an easy job to manage the monies of the kingdom and to be a good steward of God's wealth. That wouldn't be an easy job, but he's looking for people who would be willing to take that on, to train and, and be bold enough to say no when people want your money. And God's saying, don't give it to them. Or when you don't feel like giving it to them, but God's saying, give it to them. <laughs> so you got to learn when to, I like to say, when to hold them and when to fold them. And uh, when when to say yes and when to say no. A super, it's also the church in the earth, a supernatural defense system that opposes the forces of darkness a supernatural defense system that opposes the forces of darkness. I'm reminded of, of uh, John G. Lake and the bubonic plague and how he, the, he uh, was serving the people that were being affected by the bubonic plague, and they were trying to tell him to stay away because he could get sick. And he said, put some of that froth on my hand and let me put it under the microscope. And he did, and when they put it under the microscope, all of those germs died the minute it touched his hand now that man knew who he was in Christ and he and he believed God's word and he was strong about it and so that was he was a defense system right there and um, we're a defense system when we take authority over the devil and bind him and kick him out of places we're a defense system I'm reminded of a A place that on my way home, I had turned left off of the street all the time. So I'd sit at that left turn light and there was a a dirty bookstore or movies, you know, pornographic movie store that had all the flashing lights and everything. And I'd sit there at that light and look at that. Finally, one day I got tired. I said, I just took authority over that dumb devil. But I remembered to separate the precious from the worthless. I didn't, I didn't rebuke the souls of men. I rebuked the demons that were influencing those souls. I pled the blood over those souls and asked for God's mercy and forgiveness for them and asked for him to separate them out in the, <clears throat> excuse me, in the name of Jesus. And um, uh, that thing shut down shortly thereafter. So we can be a defense system to our neighborhoods if we, if we know to do that. And if we will actively participate in that. Um, And we're a divine embassy that brings world systems into proper alignment. Wow. I I just think of the, the United States of America right now. And we need proper alignment in our land. And so we are a divine embassy that brings world systems into proper alignment. Let me just read that one more time all together. The church is the official government for the kingdom of God, an educational institution that defines cultural trends, not follows them, a legislative body that implements kingdom policies, a supernatural defense system that opposes the forces of darkness, a divine embassy that brings world systems into proper alignment. So everybody needs to be a part of a church. You know, we need to get in proper alignment. Uh, God wants, he has a place that he wants all of us to be planted. What did it say? It gives him pleasure to place us in the body where it pleases him. And so he has a place for you and I in the body of Christ. And uh, there are people there that are waiting on us to get there. And there are people there that can also help set us free. Remember Lazarus, when he came up out of the grave his hands and his feet were bound. Well, he he was out of the grave and he was raised up and put on a firm foundation, but he wasn't free yet. And as we interact with one another, as we, um, you know, get as actually <laughs> as you get active in a church, you will work out some of your your flesh, your natural man, because. Uh, God will help you do that. I remember one time I was in the singles class they and I was teaching there and I was so into the word of God and, and just, that's all I wanted to do was let's get to the word, let's get to the word. And of course, the singles, they wanted to go camping and they wanted to do this and do that. And uh, another couple was helping in that area. And and so when I went to Sunday school, I just want to get right to the word and, and I was frustrated because they were going to talk about the camping trip and all this stuff. and. I was new. I was a baby in what I was doing too. And so I'm standing in the back of the room saying, Lord, I don't have to put up with this. I just don't have to put up with this. This is not right. They need to get right onto the lesson. I just don't have to put up with this. And you know what he said to me? He said, if you want to walk with me, you do. I said, right. I have to put up with this, Lord. I'm sorry. I have to put up with this. And so, you know, when you walk with the Lord and he puts you in a place and it makes you kind of edgy, and angry. You're working out your flesh. And sometimes he'll put you in a place and you're getting bored and you're thinking, what am I doing here? He, he's wanting you to dig a deeper well. There's more to it than that. I, I used to, when I first started teaching, I was so enthralled with the teaching and the discovery of the word of God. And then he moved me to the back burner and I was doing nothing. I wasn't teaching. I wasn't. So I went into intercessory prayer and you know what I discovered digging that deeper well? The power was in the prayer room. It wasn't in the pulpit. It was in the prayer room and then the pulpit. And so I really enjoyed learning how to intercede. And it's such a joy to be in prayer and inter- be interceding for the service and then then find the pa- have, hear the pastor speak exactly what you picked up on in the prayer room the hour before. And to watch the service unfold and know that, that you were a part of praying that into to be. And that was powerful. So there's just a lot of good things. And you, you will not mature to the fullest that God has for you if you don't get around other Christians and become a part. Because we're hooked together. Our anointings are made to join forces. So I just want to encourage you to find the place that God has for you. Um, what is it in Thessalonians It talks about um, uh, uh, Where the word will run freely And you be delivered from wicked Unreasonable men who are not of faith Wicked and unreasonable Unreasonable Wicked means is not in not in, uh, uh, is in character Not in uh, heart I mean not in character but in influence it's in, in, Wicked is in influence But not in character but unreasonable is out of place. So as we have gone into praying for our households over these podcasts and whatnot, uh, we want to um, be in the right place. We're talking about the return of Jesus. Are we ready? Is our household ready? And all of those kinds of things. And so we want to be in the right place. And I just encourage you, the giftings of the fivefold ministry will be manifested and come to you through the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. So um, find out where you're supposed to be if you're not there already. If you're there already and you're thinking, I'm getting edgy here, I'm getting bored, well, dig a deeper well. Find out there's more to it than what we're finding. And that's why sometimes when you hit the ceiling of where you are, it's because God wants you to dig a deeper well. And he wants you to uncover. And we'll get into that sometime soon. Uh, the unsearchable. They're unsearchable riches of Christ. They're unsearchable. And so if we're, if we're woe-begone where we are, dig, it, dig deeper. Amen. Father, I just praise you and thank you for your unsearchable riches in Christ for each person that's listening to this now. We just We just ask you, Father, for each one of us, show us where you would have us dig deeper. Show us how we're to dig deeper. And Lord, we wanna come to the fullness of everything you have for us. We wanna empty out the well before we leave this place. So we thank you for it, Lord. And I just release a blessing on everyone that's hearing my voice now, in Jesus' name. Amen, what a great teaching. You know, Mary Jean's teaching from her book, Woman Imagine. Years ago, when Mary Jean was asking the Lord what her position was in the kingdom of God, he revealed to her, The Woman's Purpose, Position and Power. And she's written two books, Woman Imagines Being the Latest One. And they're great for a daily devotional or for a small ladies group. But if you'd like to get these, the address is on the bottom of the screen. I know they will be a blessing to you.